0: ...copies, please pass them around. We're holding, we're doing every Sunday second hour, as you know we do a Yom Yom. And we're doing Chak Kislev. We started it last time and I want to continue it now. What I discussed with you last time, I hope you recall, is that the Tanya went through four steps. The first step was Yechidus. The Al had the uh, whom he really hand selected. The Al in the beginning was not open season. It wasn't about coming to the Al being a Chassid. The Al had to accept you as a Chassid. individuals who had this chus that the Alter had accepted them a Talmidim, and, and the Chesidim would go into the Alter and the Alter Eber taught them how to serve Hashem each one was given a different instruction, a different hera, based on their particular level, and the counsel, the advice, the ages which the Alter gave these various different Chesidim was the, essentially what is recorded in the Tanya and the crowd grew and al in effect lowered his standard, al never intended to keep a very high standard he wanted to have a very high standard at the beginning to guarantee that the roots would be strong but ultimately Chassidus is for everybody not just for a select group so it became impossible for the Al Rebbe to give this counsel personally to everybody in Yechidus, personally, it wasn't enough time. So the, the second thing the Alta did was recite it. The Prokim of Tanya were recited as Drushim, as Hasidus. The Al Rebbe said, Taira, periodically, he said Hasidus. Beginning the day that Tamaq was born, the Al Rebbe started to say Tanya. And it took him approximately two and a half years, during which time the Al Rebbe said that God the 53 of the Prokim of Tanya in Mishama, the 12th rock of the Shariqah Zbimunah. After the Al-Rebbe had finished reciting the Tanya, saying the Tanya, he wrote the Tanya. But the Tanya as it was written was never intended to be published. It was intended to be passed along as manuscripts, as kuntresim, as pamphlets. Passed along from Chassad the Chassad who would copy it. And of course... Every chassid would, one chassid collected two kuntresim, another chassid had four kuntresim, and in a certain town, maybe you had a chveisfos, a few dozen, a few millionim chassidim, you had one complete copy of the Tanya. this one had these pamphlets, the other one had the other pamphlets, and they would share, they'd pass them around, and that's how chassidim learned Tanya. Sidon were putting pressure on the Alter Rebbe to publish the Tanya. And the Alter Rebbe did not want to. Because of humility and other reasons, he preferred that it remained kontres in pamphlets. Because of various reasons, specifically or also especially, because of the... A mishunim, that there were not only errors, that were typical copyist errors but there were errors, Mishunim, that were deliberately forged into the Tanya, that the Mishnagdim had deliberately forged the language of the Tanya so that it should give the impression that the Altarebbe has issues with faith, with the Muna. so the Altarebbe saw this, he gave permission to publish the Tanya but before he printed it, he rewrote the whole thing from beginning to the end. The changes, as a rule, are minor. For the most part, the changes are minor. There are some basic changes, big changes, like, for example, Tanya's chapter 30 and 32, Pediclamas and Pediclamas de days, don't appear in the first draft of the Tanya at all. De Dei, de Klamas, chapter 30, appears in the Madura Kama Chuvah, which I'll to get to soon. But on the rewrote. He added chapter 32, the Padrikaban Abbasro, and chapter 30, which deals with the Snake Allah Adam, that a person should be humble compared to every other human being, which as I mentioned in the Yegashu of Madura Kama was in the Yigir Sachul. Before the Tanya was published, he wanted to get Haskovitz, approval, approbation. <laughs> so it was sent to Anapala, an Abzushan, a Blayba Kayin, who that'll referred to as Yidide Nefesh. his Friends wrote Haskamis, gave approval to the publishing of the Tanya, and then the Altareba allowed the Tanya to be published. I told you the story, there was a third Haskamis from a Tadek in named Karl who worked as a janitor in a theater in Leipzig in Germany with Altareba sent to Torah Chassid, and he said that after him, what is Mashiach going to be able to add to the revelations? So let us now read the entry said I'm reading inside now Hot Fossas Safer Chobanian and Page hay at the top the printing of the Tanya, the Palm of Ishai the first time Nigworo was completed by Gimel on Tuesday of Kiss the 20th day of Kislev Kuf In the year 1896, at the end of 1896, towards 1897, in the city of Slavita the and it encompasses the first section, the book of Beninim, and which is the introduction to, and the Sharia the original Tanya only had two sections. Our Tanya has five. The original Tanya has had only two sections. Now a couple of notes. The the first one is the fact that the Tanya was printed on Chav Kisav. I told you the story last week, I believe. That the house Ferebe rewrote the Tanya and he sent it with a choset to Hanifa. I'm sorry, with Abzush and Ablaib, Hakayim lived. They both wrote their Haskamis in the week of Pasha's Savih. A week and a half before Rosh Hashanah, Taqof Nazayim. The Al-Tareb said he wanted the Tanya ready to be learned for yard site means the Yardzeit of the Holy Maggid of Mizraj, which means approximately three months' time to print the Tanya. Now understand that in those days, printing a book meant printing a book, not binding a book. It was a big business, bookbinders. Book binders. When you bought a safe, you got a book. Wrapped in paper or a rubber band that was simply whoa, whoa, whoa. printed papers. Folded and cut in Mahberestan. You know how books are printed in sections. A book is made up of many sections. Each section will be 16 sheets or 20 sheets or 24 sheets, depending on how it looks. Take a look at any book at the top. You'll see it's made up of a bunch of folders that are strung together. They're they're sewed together. Printing a book was one thing. Binding a book was another. The reason is, a public book in those years costed probably a half a week's wages, maybe a week's wages. In other words, by today's standard a safer costed $200. A single volume. To find that safer, it costed another time that much. So many people couldn't buy, afford spudim. You had a handful of spudim, you had a siddha, you were rich. Because printing was so expensive. Printing was so expensive. Publishing was so expensive. So uh, they would print books and binding was a separate process. And it was perfectly typical for a collector of spudim to have in a spudim. You can have whole bookshelves of books that are unbound, kept together by a rubber band or by a paper or by envelopes and so on. There's a babusta Sikha from the Rebbe, with Remarash, to, his father wouldn't give him money for Svarim So he says, why don't you want to give me money? He says, because you haven't learned all the Svarim you have. So he says to his father, you own so many bookshelves of and Svarim printed books, and so many and Svarim the Mossadic had shelves and shelves of unbound but Binding the safer was a separate endeavor. So when we say the Daniel was printed, we don't mean it came with a cover and neatly does, we mean simply printed and bind with a separate endeavor. So three months to print a book not including the binding that Al gave. In those years printing was not the same as today. They have to make matrices. What's matricin? plates? Today they also make plates, but they don't make plates out of metal. They make plates out of paper, right? A mattress was made. A matritzen plate was made out of metal, and the letters had to be individually placed on the on the matric, on the plate. It was extremely time-consuming and very expensive and very exact work. And if you had mistakes, you did a, a you did a run, and then you proofread it, and you had to fix it. You had to go find every plate and find. Exactly what the mistake was to take out the letter and put it in the replacement letter. It was an extremely exacting job. The Alphabet gave them three months to print a Tanya, and that was not enough time. It meant that you had to rush. And the Tanya was printed one day late. The the Rebbe wanted to printed for you Kislev, and it was printed Tuesday, Chav Kislev. The first copy of the Tanya arrived in Lodzner, a week later, had to be shipped. But the Rebbe was given word that the Tanya was not completed until Chav Kislev. So you all know the That Sipur, the Rebbe heard these words, he sighed, and he said, Rabbi, Machshav, Ish, there are many thoughts in the heart of man, and the decision of the Abish which will be what will happen. And he said, before that, three times. And of course, we know the end of the story two years later. was released from prison late in the afternoon. And he ended up in the house of the Mesmagid of Natanotkin. where he spent three hours. And it was understood that those three times were a reference to that. They had to do with. D'Avreb anticipated, he saw that this extra day delay of the print. Of the Tanya, like Rashi says, "Achumesh <laughs> b'Yankav Avinu, alai hayu kolana," that uh, 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 he he paid for it, with those extra few hours of premium ziky is sooner the Alter Rebbe has in the house of not the Notsyan. The second thing I want to mention is the printing house of Slavita. The Slavita drucker with Alter Rebbe is family name was Shapiro, Akam Shapiro. The Slavita Diruk was known as being a holy printing house. There are people today who cherish Slavita Svarim. They'll choose to daven in a Slavita Siddur, Not in a copy of it, in the originals. Because, I don't know how to say this, most of the people who printed Svarim, were goyim. the people who laid out Svarim, the people who prepared the, the Gemara, the Vil Nishasa, were Mugoyim, they knew Hebrew and they were paid five dollars an hour or the equivalent thereof to sit there and painstakingly put in every Rashi letter and every tasvist letter and every gemata letter and it's extremely they have to lay out the surah sadasa to give the gemata its shape every page in the gemata looks a little different depending on how much Rashi there is how much they have to plan it all it was done by going. so okay show it what's the big deal but Slavita first of all they tried to use leadership. Yiddish- called today typesetters, and they would table the mattresses, the matritz and the plates, they would table them on the mikvah before they ran them through the print they were holy Jews, Pasha and there was a Kedushit Slavita Svarim there are people today, like I said to you, who are who cherish Slavita books not so much, because of the quality of their printing, the Vilna Svarim are better than the Slavita Svarim, the printing house. was a better printing house. But the Tzadvites and were big and the Kedush and Tata that was them, was at least to some extent, invested in their story. And they were the first ones to print the title. But after that, was Let us now continue. Igera Satshova. Igera Satshova. Madura Kama, The first draft Nitva Solari Shainer in Zalkavi, Tokubmdesk. It was printed in Zalkavi in Tokubmdesk, 1798. Eight or 9. Madura Basra, the second draft of the Yerusha was printed the first time in Shklov, Toph, Kuf, That would be 1805 or 6. Now, let me explain to you what this means. The Tanya, and and I'm putting it in my own words, the Tanya is called Seyfashabaynim, it's a book to beynim. Now, the literal translation of those words is it's Safe and written for the average person. The problem is, there's about six average people on the whole planet. Average is totally unaverage Because average doesn't mean the level of the average person It means the possibility of the average person. So Tanya is a safer, written forbidden in him, for people who are to put it in real terms, who are complete masters of their own themselves. They're balapattim over themselves. Every time they put food in their mouth it's a deliberate choice. Every time they speak a word it's a deliberate choice. It's an unbelievable sense of spiritual conditioning to be Average Abenini So the Al-Turabbi a tiny The al Had many Chassidim Who were Abenini The al Had Chassidim Who were Tzadikim As well Yidum And force them To disappoint him And so on But the Chassidim Who were not In the beginning Abenini Have a difficult time Two persons left, To conform To the safety Abenini So I'm putting this In my own words And if I'm wrong Hashem Ategech So the al Wrote what seems To me as a An addendum A supplement into the time you know. and the supplement is: What does the person do who's not a benyani, but about tshuva? So he wrote the again as tshuva. The treatise on chuva the treatise on chuva teaches you how to do chuva. It all Teaches you how to apply the tanya to the Baal Shuvah. There's a difference between the Baal Shuvah and a the banyani. There's a huge difference between the banyani and the Tzadik. There's a significant difference between a Shuvah and a banyani. Someone who has never tasted sin as opposed to one who has tasted sin and returned. And the Yaza Chuva provides a means by which of translating the tanya for the person who is about chuva. I'll give you a very basic example, a really, not basic example which we discussed many times. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, the Talmud says, <laughs> A person should never say, I hate non-kosher food. I don't like non-kosher. Hashem does not eat it, I hate it. It's a lie. <laughs> he should say, I desire it. I would love to have non-kosher food. What am I to do? My father in heaven prohibited me from meeting So the Gemara says that a person has to construe himself as one who would prefer, would elect to do whatever available, whatever prohibited things are available, and Hashem doesn't listen So the Mizitzim Magid says that this Gemara is talking only to a tzaddik, and in this case, tzaddik means vainly also, not to about children person who has tasted sin, cannot afford to say about that sin, I like it and Hashem doesn't let Because once a person has tasted sin, they have a relationship with that sin, and they need to create an extra fence to guard against Hashem slipping and sliding back into the sin, so the person who's never partaken of that sin, he'll know what it is. When he says he desires it, he doesn't even know what he really desires. He should say, I want it to shed less. Once a person has tasted sin, he has to create an extra fence by saying, I hate. I, I do not like. So, uh, 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 about sugar is also a bainini. And a bainini is a bainini. But in those young, that about sugar was once challenged and overcame his challenges, he will forever be different than the bainini. And in a real way, the and again in addition to providing a means for doing chuva, the gather sa also provides over, a way of understanding how the Baal applies the Kuti Al-Mod. In other words, it's my personal belief and it's only my personal belief that if Al-Sarevah, I have not written the Tanya the Yager will be 53 products. The Yager can only comprehend it with the help of the Tanya because, the, 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 for example the design of a person, Nefshul Kis, Nefshul Muhammad, it's all Tanya. The Yager is not an isolated sacred. it's It qualifies the Tanya. If you don't have the Tanya you can't learn the Yager the Yeris translates the Tanya to the Baal now I just want to mention this that I said that a person who has partaken of sin has to always say I hate it, it, this is I think very very interesting, today there are movements of people who are trying to overcome addictions and compulsions and uh, like alcoholics anonymous or eaters anonymous, or gamblers anonymous or anonymous anonymous, whatever the anonymous is and one of their core teachings is once a drunk, always a drunk a person who was owned who lost control to gambling a person who lost control to alcohol must always say, I'm a gambler should never say I'm healed, I'm cured, there's no such thing a person who hasn't had a drink in 30 years is a drunk because what, you know, the biologists tell you you have the genes, you have the predisposition towards this weakness, you cannot afford to say, okay, I haven't taken part, partaken of it for so many, so many years, so now I can have the euphemism in our wonderful America in moderation. There's no such thing as moderation why a person's overcoming an addiction. So, the, the, this concept, which was understood by Agoy, is originally a concept of the Mazicha Maggid. The Mazicha Maggid said, person who has sinned is a sinner. It doesn't mean he has to hate himself. But he has to understand that his vulnerability is different than the person who hasn't sinned. And that's why about Shuvah, who's already done Shuvah, is still different than the Beinini who hasn't sinned in the first place. You have it in Tanya khati, the Alter The Rebbe suggests that you could be a Beinini and you're considered a tzaddik for certain things. A Beinin, which you have nothing to do with, you're like a tzaddik. You have a HTA harder, but there's a complete between the harder for something that you've once taken and tasted as opposed to harder for something that you've never tasted so in any event the Yetzirah Tshuva provides in effect like I said it's a means for doing Tshuva the Rebbe says in all the Sichas the Rebbe says in all the zichas, that the primary reason for writing the Eger Tshuva was to teach that Tshuva is possible you know, there was always this understanding that doing Tshuva is so hyper is so extreme it requires such Mercedes method that most people will never achieve it. Now, Tereb wrote a for the express purpose of demonstrating how practical truth is. Tshuva, tshuva is only about not sinning anymore. That's Tshuva. And the primary reason for the Geras HaTshuva was to demonstrate, to teach, that everybody can do Tshuva. And you can do Tshuva a million times, David will always forgive. You have to just resolve not to sin anymore and that is Tshuva. That's the primary reason for the Geras HaTshuva. But amongst The other central purposes of the Egeras Achuvah is to complement the Likutia Mari which is with the Allah Rebbe gives counsel to the Beninim, how to translate the Seyf HaShobayninim for the Baal Shuvah and I mentioned to you one example the example of EF but I want to give you a second example and that is the concept of Ladalik Shuvah one of the differences between a Beinani and a Baal Shuvah is that a Beinani walks in the middle of the road called Akim to Adam God made man to walk a straight line straight line means in the middle no extremes extremes are considered hype. and the a person who is the way he's supposed to be and has always been supposed to be walks in the center center is not compromise center is not equivocation center is mind over the heart but for say reason about tshuva is ledal tshur since he has gone lematam asadin. he has stepped beneath the line it's not sufficient for him to return to Surfadin. He must go Lefnim me Sur beyond the letter of the law. He must go above the letter. And the whole Avaid of al Tshuva is extreme. The Bain is is balanced. The Baalchuva's Avaid is extreme. There's many, many illustrations and aspects to this, but that's the basic point. Which leads me to what I wanted to share with you. We discussed this when we learned Tanya Peyda Kama, but I want to tell it to you now. It's a very interesting thing. I mentioned before that the Alter wrote the Tanya twice. First, it was written not for publication, and then he rewrote it for publication. This is called the first draft and the second draft of Tanya, Madura Kama and Madura Basra, and there are many differences. He rewrote all. Three sections: the Kuti Amorim, Tevishol Beinim, Shari Yiged and the Igetz Shuvah. The Rebbe's treatise on Shuvah was also written twice. And the first time it was written as a letter. It's written. The second time it reads as a ma'amet, as a discourse. But the first draft of the Igetz Shuvah is written as a letter to him, as a letter as far as doing Shuvah is concerned. There is a concept that appears in the first draft of the Igetz. S- wait, before I get to this. In first draft of the Tanya there's no la there's no heart I still is missing the first draft of Tanya the unpublished the written version of Tanya doesn't have paid of it at all it's just missing now the Rebbe didn't write the Avah he goes from chapter 31 directly to 33 and the Rebbe said once the first draft of Tanya was more intellectual the second draft brings mind down to heart now it's less intellectual but that the intellect is so deep that it merges with heart which is why in the second draft you have heart, you have Avah Hissadol but there's another whole chapter which does not appear in the first draft of Tanya and does appear in the second draft of Tanya but it appears in the first draft in the Chuva treatise and it gets And that's Tanya chapter 30 I don't have a lot of time but the kids of What is discussion of Tanya paid Tanya paid is in the middle of a discussion the discussion is essentially about people who are looking for things to fix in their person, looking for reasons to do truth. It's a long story. We learned it. We're going to learn it. If a person has a need to fix himself, and those needs are not necessarily by his choice, they're superimposed upon him. He has to find things to fix. So he looks for trouble. We don't have to look very far. We have avedus baruch hashem. We don't have any problems. you <laughs> need who has never sinned, who's looking for something to fix what he's supposed to fix. So he has to find what amounts to Aveda's badakis, finer sins, sins he already corrected, bad dreams, all kinds of subtleties that the al ever focuses in on to teach Abenini um, how he can fix there are two chapters that address that question. Chapter 29, which is a very long chapter. And chapter 30, which is a much shorter chapter. What's the difference? And chapter 29, the it gives you three or four different examples of things that a person has wrong with himself. We're all not perfect. A perfect person, person is not perfect. A person has deficiencies. A person has that fault. And a person has to find a fault to fix. So, Pedic Chapter 29 is a person looking for things to fix and finding something wrong. Pedic Kalam is a whole nother story. Pedic Kalam is a person who's looking for something to fix and there isn't anything to fix. He's perfect happening to you or to me, right? It's happening to other people's fathers, of course, but <laughs> uh, um, we're not perfect. If we're not perfect, we always have something to fix. But what if a person is perfect? They need to fix something, there's nothing to fix. So the Al-Garabra introduces Tanya chapter 30, which is really not a fair painting. Now, how could you say it's not fair? If it wasn't fair, it wouldn't be in Tanya. True, true, true. <laughs> but you know what? that not pay the kliamid is. Pay the is that famous adage from the The Rabblusha. Ma'ana Pala used to say that nobody is going to punish me for not being Avraham Avinu, but I will certainly be punished for not being Zusha. Pay the is being punished for not being Avraham Avinu. Pay the not being Zusha, but small little problems, the problems that we all wish we had, if you know what I mean. the Kalam is a very unusual Padek. You meet the biggest Rasha, find way that he is better than you. And ask yourself, am I working as hard as he would need to work for him to be as perfect as I am? The content of the climate is to measure yourself not against your own potential but against somebody else's potential, which is really not a fair avoider. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. In the first draft of Tanya, it was in Yigdal Satchova. It wasn't in Tanya. And against the truth, it makes sense. Because the whole idea about truth is going out of your limitations. Since you've sinned, hard to The You went away from the correct way. It's not enough to go in the middle of the road. You have to jump over the road. So it makes sense. A person is jumping over the road. That it's not enough for him to be as good as he could possibly be. He has to be good as somebody else. But and talking to Abaynini. And Abaynini is someone who never sinned. So in the first draft of Tanya, Peydeklama does not appear. It's in the such too. Apparently, between the first and second drafts of Tiny Doubt, so that ever infused a new Indian, that even a Bainini the idea of not only measuring himself against his own potential, but measuring himself against the potential of somebody else. You get the point? So the Egeta the Sachula was rewritten twice, Khuta was written twice, Shari Admuru was, was, was written twice, and Igetha Chuva was written twice. And there are significant differences in the first and second drafts. The first draft of the did not have paid at Bay, he had no hearts. Hello? didn't have Pay to chapter 30. Chapter 30 was in Niger Tachovah, but it's an but it's there. Why? So, my understanding of it is because it belongs to the Niger The idea of you comparing it to somebody else is going out of your limitations. That's the idea of a But in the second draft of Tanya, the al suggests that a Bayani could also be a Balshuvah. And that's another difference between the first draft of the Tanya and the second draft of the Tanya. Now, I'll let you ask your question in one moment. But let me just tell you the technical details. The first two sections of Tanya were written in the early 1790s and were not printed till 1980. Tosh, Shin, Mem, Aleph, and ever printed them. The second draft of Tanya was published in 1896, 1796 without the Iger Satshuva. The first draft of the Iger Satshuva, the Madura Kama of Iger Satshuva, was printed way back when in top of test during the lifetime of the Al Rebbe then the Al Rebbe modified it and he printed the second draft he gets the Shuvah in later printings of the Tanya and he changed it this idea of he took it out of the Gersh and he put it into um, he put it into the yes go ahead the Al Rebbe wrote in Tanya that you have to be humbled by everybody so one day the Alter had a Yechidis. one day the Alter had Yechidus and in the middle of Yechidus he stopped and he canceled Yechidus for about an hour he was by himself then he opened the door and he continued Yechidus so the Temach Tzedek asked him they what happened so the Alter said that Yid came into me and he confessed that he did the worst of it, the lowliest the sickest of it. and he said I immediately thought that I wrote "Tanya, you have to be humble against every person. How could I be humble against such a Russian? He said. So I closed my door and I meditated for an hour and I found eight ways in which that person is better than myself. The Alpha Rebbe goes up. Uh-huh. So the said, not the Only the Al rebbe could could look at a Russian. Uh, find out he is better than him in eight ways. No, listen, Baruch Hashem, we have more basic problems. When we'll have this problem, hopefully, the Elisha, but in Sushik, and the Lich Piyam Hashpiyah, teaches how to serve the to and this Bechina, this Oh They're very different. But listen, you don't have to look at the same thing about Shuvah. Look at an individual person. We're not going to talk about me or you, of course, because we're all... We we, we live the life by analyzing other people's lives, of course. But there are things which are in for us, and Things which are not the same as for us. In Yalla, that are not the same as for us. Could become the same as. It's a, it's a totally different relationship. It's not just that with an individual person, there are aspects where we're like a Bainini and aspects where we're like about children. That's what it Rebbe says in Tanya An interesting question, and maybe there's an answer for it. <laughs> About the word tayeva when it comes to avodasodah, the, the chumash uses the terminology tayeva a disgusting thing, an abominable thing. So there's different opinions in the rishonim. Some rishonim hold anything which is an Aveda is disgusting. No. Certain things are a And certain things are Pasha disgusting. <laughs> in other words, there are an in which if they were not a Vedas would be abhorrent. Which is what you're saying. But certainly there are many things that if they were not a Vedas would not be abhorrent. Yeah.